We bring you interesting, innovative discussions and ideas every week on our podcast series, We Got This, with different episodes you wouldn't want to miss. Please stay catchy and stay tuned. Nawamata, We Got This. Good day, audience. It's your favorite host, Nico Kala. And with me here is John Chris, your amazing co-host. John, please say hello to the house. Hello, house, and good day. Welcome to today's podcast. Okay, what's good, guys? What's popping? Mm-hmm. Everything is cool, normal. Mm, mm-hmm. For sure. It's an Except amazing... <laughs> it's an amazing Saturday. And guess what, guys? It's Hell Talk on We Got This. And today we have a special guest in our midst. Yeah, a medical practitioner. And she's here to enlighten us on some trending health issues affecting majorities of Nigerians. And uh, she is in the person of Nurse Esther. Esther, you're welcome to today's podcast. Welcome to today's podcast. Thank you. Um, and thanks for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Uh, okay. Thanks. Like I earlier said, uh, we are we are on health talk, and we got this, and um, we will be getting some pro tips from our medical practitioner guest today. Uh, now I have some little questions for you, Nurse Esther. And then for our audience out there, if you have any question you would like to ask, you can um, leave it in our comment section. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah leave questions. your thoughts on yeah, our comment thoughts, comments, um, whatever, whatever idea, it is. Opinions exactly. In our yes. Yeah. Thank Let's you. Let's forge ahead. Thank you. Nurse. Okay, uh, over to our guest, Nurse mm-hmm. Esther. What are the trending health issues in our current, uh, in our Niger today? The current issues. How many, how many cases you encounter every day at your place of work? Yeah, in the hospitals, you see different problems every day, different mm-hmm. issues so. coming in. You get so. What are those trending health issues that? Okay, thank you for the opportunity. Um, there are a lot of health, um, trending health issues in Nigeria, like mm-hmm. hunger. And then we also have Marita Wahala. Mm-hmm. Mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> Substance abuse. Mm. We have diabetes, okay. hyper, uh, hypertension, hepatitis, yeah. and peptic ulcer disease. Yeah, All right. Okay. But for today, yeah. we'd like to focus on just three. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, the more prevalent ones. Okay. So, so we have diabetes, hepatitis, and peptic ulcer disease. Mm. Okay, so we're talking about hepatitis, mm-hmm. ulcer, yeah. and um, diabetes. Okay. So we will start with um, hepatitis. What okay. comes to your mind when you hear hepatitis? Okay, hepatitis is an inflammation of the liver cells 
is a condition that occurs when a foreign body invades the body okay or a microorganism invades the human body and causes damage okay. to the liver cells uh, that is what we know as medically as hepatitis okay, so is it like external organisms <laughs> well what they mean by external organisms or foreign body because they might not just when you're talking about microorganisms you have your viruses your bacteria and your fungi Okay. But when I'm talking about foreign body, it could be substances like gotten yeah, from your drugs okay. and then also alcohol. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, alcohol. Okay. So um another question for you. What uh predisposes an individual to hepatitis? Okay. Exposes. Yes, like what causes Okay, and how so can we, one contact okay. it? Okay. Maybe contagious, like airborne disease exactly. or something like that. <laughs> and what um, expose someone to? Okay, okay, thank you very much. Okay, I uh, like I previously mentioned that we have three causes of it, or we can group the causes into three major categories. Okay. We have viral hepatitis, just like the name viral hepatitis, you know that it's caused by a virus, yeah. which is a microorganism. Then we have drug-induced hepatitis, and then we also have alcohol-induced yeah. hepatitis. So the next question you ask, uh, yes, you ask how can what causes and how can one, one contact? Okay, one can contact it through one of these means, which I'm going to mention. Okay. Through um, sharing of sharp objects with an infected individual. Okay. okay. Through sexual intercourse. Wow. Yes, mm. yes. Through sexual intercourse, especially um, with your type uh, hepatitis B, C, and D. Okay. Uh, can be transmitted sexually through exposure to body fluids like during blood transfusion yeah. Yeah. if the blood is not properly screened okay. to check if the individual donating has hepatitis one can easily contact it yeah. then also your contaminated food mm. and water okay yes if a person um, if the fruit gets contaminated with fecal matter from an infected individual and is ingested by susceptible host Okay. another individual who doesn't have it yeah would likely contact it okay yes and also the drug induced hepatitis we have there are some drugs that one can take mm. or at a higher dose than required and it damages the liver mm-hmm. cells yeah. then the same goes for alcoholic hepatitis too much ingestion mm. or over over overdose or Overly ingesting, taking, consuming alcohol, yes, consuming alcohol okay. can actually damage the liver cells and predispose one or result eventually in hepatitis. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, Welcome. so is, what, what is, is it just the A, you said A, B, what, 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 what type okay, of hepatitis? Hepatitis, A, A, B, C, something I mean, like A, B, that. B or something yes, like there are actually five when you're talking about 
viral hepatitis we have okay. five types of it okay we have okay. we have your hepatitis a okay. um virus we have hepatitis b virus c d and e um okay yes. a b c d e yes wonderful so, so are they like stages they would they graduate from like if you a get to a, b, b to if, c. if you don't take care of yourself properly or you don't take the right medication it graduates to b then b to c no no not not, not quite like it's not quite but just the type of the virus yeah yes the species of it okay. is what we consider because if you look at it your um hepat the hepatitis a and mm. e is um gotten or is contacted through exposure to contaminated food mm. and water with yeah. fecal matter from an infected individual yeah okay okay so. yeah we get we get the point um so we move to the next question still on hepatitis okay how do you identify an individual with hepatitis? Oh. <laughs> exactly, because it's not written on our forehead. No, it might, it might be written. Yeah, that's impossible. How do we know that, okay, this guy is suffering from this sickness or this lady? Is there like a physical symptoms? Maybe the person gets thinner. More or less, the person, person has to get to the hospital first to. No. Uh, run to run a test or something. Or have a bust and this guy yeah, is so how do we know? How do we know that this person is suffering from okay. sickness? That is a very good question because hepatitis symptoms and signs don't manifest okay. until you get to the terminal phase of the illness. Wow. Yes. So uh, what is the terminal, terminal phase? phase? At the terminal phase, you find out that the individual loses weight. Ooh. Yes, there is weight okay. loss. Okay. And like gross weight loss. Did the person become more thin now? Yes, exactly. Wow. Easily, easily fatigued, tired. Wow. Yes. And you notice a yellowish discoloration of the, the eyes, eyes wow. the skin, okay. the fingers, the nails, mm. and the pale. Not pale, quite <laughs> yellow. Wow, okay, yellowish, and then they produce urine when they pee. You see the, the color of the urine, the color mm. is, is, is like coke color. Oh, yes, wow. and then the stool is pale, it doesn't have the yellowish, dark, wow. uh -huh, yellowish color. Okay. okay, like, is there any, like, um, would I say, um, except what symptoms you will see in your own self? That would either be maybe as it until you do a test, a medical test, mm. before you find out that you have hepatitis or other symptoms that you feel in your body, like a self test, it's yourself, you just know, okay, this thing is like it's hepatitis that is coming. I don't know if you get the question. Yes, you know, um, the liver plays a very crucial function in our body, yeah, and then when the liver cells are affected. Mm. Everything with metabolism, breaking down and building up of molecules gotten from your nutrients that you eat, mm. gets affected. Okay. So, you know, the liver plays a role also in metabolism and also blood storage and infection, mm. um, fighting of infection. Yeah. So, once a, the liver cell is invaded by this organism or foreign body, yeah. all these functions get impaired. There is indigestion, inability to digest uh, fats. Mm -hmm. You know, the 
liver produces a bile which actually helps in the breakdown of your fat yeah. mm-hmm. then there is impaired digestion person suffers in 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 digestion there is a wastage muscle wastage that like i said the person easily gets fatigue is okay. tired cannot really eat well and all those symptoms fever because you have the copper cells in the liver that fights infection mm-hmm. when this is impaired the person has fever mm-hmm. and then we have um the person has um the yellowish discoloration in the skin is actually caused by break the incomplete breakdown of blood wow. yes wow. and it causes bilirubin build up in the body that's why it's bilirubin is yellowish okay it's a, yes it's okay. it's a pigment okay. is yellowish so it's it causes the build up of it when the blood is not properly broken, broken down, down because of the liver is affected the mm-hmm. liver stores blood but it destroys the uh, the liver cells and impedes the function of storage of blood okay, okay. <laughs> wow that's nice <laughs> and very educative uh, okay. so is there any cure is there any cure for this hepatitis is there anything like you can Fine, take this permanent cure and then like, it will be all right forever right. Is anything like that well depending but but for he- viral hepatitis yeah. yeah hepatitis a virus if an individual is infected by hepatitis a virus sometimes mm. yes just a little percent yeah. re- might recover from it oh. depending on the severity and if it is treated early okay. and promptly but for the other other groups yeah. or classes yeah, of types. it types yeah. of it rather yeah you will have to take your antiretroviral drugs for life. Of your life wow yes <laughs> that is why it's a deadly disease mm. is mostly dreaded amongst health even amongst health practitioners Practitioner. yes and that is why it's important for you to get vaccinated unfortunately yeah. you only have the vaccine for hepatitis b virus which is sexually transmitted and we know that at this age or this era we are you can't stop young individuals who love themselves mm. who like to come together sexually you can't just stop them so it's important for it's all nigerians and the ones that yes that care about their health to get vaccinated by this vaccine hepatitis b yeah, vaccine but what about the other types of hepatitis they are not the, yet made or what well that is the only one that is the only vaccine we have for now okay okay yes so uh, please <laughs> medical position you guys should go on more research and make sure that these yeah, vaccines are available vaccines, right? so even the hepatitis b vaccine that is being made available yeah i don't think even i've not i don't know how do i assess the vaccines okay just go to the hospital or nearby primary and primary health care center yeah and then tell them that you want to get vaccinated by it you want to get vaccinated with hepatitis b vaccine okay and it's free oh wow it's beautiful okay that's lovely um so that takes us to the next question which is sorry before the next question i have a question a quick question so it's just it's only hepatitis b that can be uh, sexually transmitted right no if you could remember earlier i said that 
hepatitis A, that mm-hmm. A and E is transmitted through infected and um, food and water. Yeah, yeah. Then the B, C, and D okay. is transmitted through sex um contact with body fluid yeah you know when you're talking about contact with body fluid you can do that sexually okay you can do that when you're sharing sharp with an infected yeah yeah, yeah. sharp object yeah. yes also especially transfusion blood transfusion, blood transfusion. increases okay. the risk of one so it's just any from blood fluid right In not particular. blood fluid body fluid but even saliva yes sweat exactly what <laughs> don't, mind me, don't mind me don't mind me actually 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 you can't get infected by the sweat okay. we are talking about the body fluid we are talking about maybe your um, blood and then the other blood um constituent yeah of it okay. so you cannot just Maybe you are sitting because we sit close to these people every yeah. day. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the problem. Yeah, so face of the mm. So the blood, um, sweat is cancelled. What about saliva? Is it? Can you contact it by like saliva? Um, maybe kiss. Well, the only time that just like your HIV AIDS, the only time that you could actually contact the illness is. If there is an injury, you have an open injury oh, in your mouth. Okay. Uh-huh. And most of those illness always leads to injuries in their mouth, sores. Exactly. If there is an open injury in the susceptible host, that is the one that is the not carrier. infected. Mm-mm. Okay. The one that is not infected. Okay. So the carrier would, if such there is um, such contact with the susceptible host, yeah then the the one that is infected will easily transmit the illness yeah. to the one not infected even if the one that carries the illness the carrier does not have a hole in his mouth the host it's just the host that decide that that that, that decide if the host has um, um a, a, an, injury. A, an injury an open wound in his mouth then it's transmitted right just put it this way mm? okay let me get this. when we are in the hospital Mm-hmm. You deal with all kinds of patients. Sometimes you get exposed to their body fluid, blood, and what have you. You only get, though it's risky, we wear gloves all the time. But if you are to attend to a patient who has hepatitis, HIV, what have you, all these trans- illnesses yeah. that can be transmitted through blood, blood. if you have a cut on your finger, a fresh cut that is not healed, and you mistakenly touch them with blood, or you mistakenly get in contact with their blood and it touches that area. Yeah. Mm. You will get infected with that virus if you do not do something immediately. Like mm. in HIV AIDS, we yeah, yeah, put yeah. you on we have pre uh, um, yeah, we, have pre- we have yeah, prophylaxis. Pre- yeah. Yes. We place you on certain antiretroviral drugs. Okay. Yes, for a period of a month. And mm-hmm. after that, you can test go and back to your normal life. Yes, you go back to your normal life just okay. to prevent you from having it. Okay. okay. Oh. That's beautiful. Wow. That's nice. Um, so that takes us to that takes us to the next trending health issues we'll be talking about today, which is our uh, diabetes. Hmm. Yeah. 
that one is also very common so what's diabetes and um what is it really all about okay diabetes is is an illness or should i call it is a condition that results from an elevated sugar level or glucose level in the blood okay so an individual is said to have diabetes when there is a very high level of blood glucose okay the person has a high blood glucose level and the cells are unable to utilize it okay you know once you eat your food you're a bar fufuya whatever you mm. eat yeah the liver breaks it down yeah yes especially for your carbohydrate breaks it down into glucose mm-hmm. and then from there we have an enzyme that is secreted by the pancreas which is your insulin yeah. so the insulin is like the motor the driving force that just tells sugar go to the head go to the eye go to the legs go okay. to every part of your body the lungs the heart the right places yes the right places so it mops off the excess sugar in the blood mm. and leaves it at a particular level but when this entire mechanism is impaired and the body cannot get maybe insulin has is deficient or is not there to say go here go there okay the the, the sugar the glucose accumulates more distributed, in the, yes like that. and over a while when the kidney is overwhelmed with expelling regulating it and everything it's it Done results in a condition known okay. as diabetes wow wow what a breakdown okay so what are the major causes of diabetes okay when we are considering the causes of diabetes we have to consider the types of diabetes okay so we have mm. yes when we are talking about diabetes actually diabetes mellitus mm. yes because we also have another diabetes we have diabetes we, we call diabetes insipidus wow but that one is actually different because this one we are talking about for today is diabetes mellitus which is more about metabolism and the way your body processes the food you eat so the types of diabetes mellitus we have type 1 diabetes we have type 2 diabetes i have gestational diabetes for the type 1 diabetes well the actual cause is unknown we mm. we say unknown idiopathic is unknown you don't know but it results from a condition in which there is no insulin at all in the body okay. or the insulin is not enough to meet the body's need or requirements okay. okay yes then we also have a condition that we call autoimmune conditions autoimmunity in which the body in which your body yeah starts ingesting or destroying other cells in your body seeing it as foreign mm. for instance your eyes or your 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 um defense mechanism. mechanism your defense system in the body starts saying that the eye is not your own that you borrowed it wow. and so it's trying to get rid of it wow. so it destroys completely the cells and then probably the person might go blind and for in this context it's the the body starts attacking the cells in the pancreas that produces insulin 
and so when it completely destroys it the person is left with little or no insulin, insulin. for the body to so the body sees the insulin or a particular organ in the body as foreign and needs to be eliminated not like an organ it sometimes it can be an organ okay. but this time is the cells because we have five types of cells in the pancreas and they have different enzymes they produce okay. so with respect to diabetes, we are talking about the beta cells because those are the ones that produces insulin. Okay. Yes. So when the body defense system starts attacking the beta cells of the pancreas and destroys it, it leaves the person with little mm-hmm. or no insulin, resulting okay. in accumulated or elevated sugar level. Okay. And over a while, the person becomes diabetic. Then we have type 2 which is mostly on the lifestyle of the individual. We have sedentary lifestyle being one of the major reasons why that person has diabetes. For someone that does not work out, you just eat your food, mm. and then you know Nigeria, now we are in Niger. Normally. A plate of a plate of a bar and draw soup, step it down with a bottle of coke. Morning, mm. afternoon, go and get your pizza, shawarma, what have you, eat, and Jumps. then you are staying in an AC room, a conditioned room, You're not sweating. you move from there, you don't <laughs> even walk, you don't move, you move from there to an air conditioned car, car. Mm-hmm. then you go back, you Your eat something very heavy, you lie down and sleep, the next day continues like that, Yeah. with no exercise, the person would like to develop type 2 diabetes, and we have gestational diabetes, for people that are pregnant sometimes, their sugar level they have is elevated and when you see some of these symptoms that you see in diabetes someone that normally without pregnancy will have we say the person has gestational diabetes meaning that the diabetic condition of the patient is just that period as a result of okay, pregnancy, pregnancy and it occurs during that period but most of the time those people that have it that. in the future yeah. likely have results in type 2 diabetes or have yeah. yes Wow, that's beautiful. Okay. So does oh. diabetes have any per, uh, permanent cure or something like that? Hey. The drug we can just take for a period of time and be free from diabetes. We build the insulin or something like that. No, actually. There's no cure for it. There is no cure. Well, you know, research is still going no. on. So maybe in the future, yeah. possible future, there might be a cure. Yeah, okay. But for now, what we do is to try and manage the condition, try to bring the sugar level to um, a normal because there are a lot of things that goes wrong in diabetic with diabetic individual when the body is starved of mm-hmm. when the body is starved of sugar. So in order to prevent all these adverse effects, complications associated yeah. with this illness, yeah. we use certain drugs to try and control the sugar level. We have oral anti-diabetic agents, and then we have yeah, continue. We have, we have the the injectable one, like you have your insulin. Most, okay. Yes. As a drug. Yes, we have insulin. It's given the we teach the patient how to administer the drug by himself. Okay. Yes, because it's an injection, but yeah. it's not like the normal one that you know. It's a different kind of injection. So we teach the individual way to where and how to administer it. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. 
Right. Right, that's beautiful. And then we also do other therapies. We do diets. We ask the, um, yes, the person to modify lifestyle. Yeah. We have life diets and lifestyle modification. Okay, so cut down some eat. things. Yes. Okay. Exercise. Exercise. Okay, so uh, that takes us to the very last questions on, and last question rather on diabetes. Okay. What are those signs and symptoms that helps an individual identify or know if he or she has diabetes? At an early stage. At an early stage, yeah. So, but Before it might manifestation. No, like you know, these, these signs should help you know that, okay, I'm suffering from diabetes at an early stage. Some people Before might not be that still sensitive to know. Yeah, but at least let's know if there are any signs for the okay, early stage. Okay, for the early stage. Yeah. Okay. Increase, we have increased sugar level. Okay. So, from the history that you take from the patient, how do you, what kind of diet do you what take, do you what do you eat? Yeah. You know, there are some things are hard in Nigeria, so some people just eat eba, 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 money. Ah, yeah. Even the eba is no longer cheap. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And there are some people that yeah. are lovers of carbonated beverages, yes, coke, yes, yeah, yeah, all of them. Almost addicted to yes. coke. Wow. So, if you find out from the history, you'll be able to know okay. or you'll be able to ascertain if the person likes likely has this diabetes mm-hmm. and also from excessive urination. Maybe the patient comes to the hospital says, um, I urinate maybe eight times at night before wow. I wake up and I feel so thirsty. I'm feeling very thirsty. I'm drinking water more. So and I'm, Yes. So at that point we say okay let's do some tests for you we'll check your urine check your blood sugar level and we will check it because we have range for both the fasting and because sometimes they tell you don't Don't eat eat. come to the hospital want to check your sugar level so we have the range that's for fasting and then for the random blood sugar but when the it is exceeded like when it exceeds the normal range yeah limit for it we can now say the person is diabetic but you won't just say maybe for instance like fasting blood sugar that we have 3.5 to 5.5 millimoles per liter you cannot come and diagnose someone a diabetic if it comes with a 6.3 or a 6.5 first of all you ask madam what did you eat last night before you sleep you say ah i ate pounded yam Oh, you know that one should and increase the ba- sugar level. Yes, bande yam uh, and one wonderful soup like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, then you have to recheck. You tell the person go and then come eat back. Something else or eat something no, like. go home after a while. The person, if you recheck and the sugar level is within the range, the person doesn't have diabetes. Mm-hmm. But if it, someone comes with eleven point eight millimoles per liter you don't even need to ask the person what, what did, did you, you eat? eat because you know this so one high. has crossed over oh, you just administer your diabetic agent to the patient okay because diabetes often lead to lead to like obesity like the person getting unusually fat no actually obesity predisposes one to diabetes mm. okay obesity yes. predisposes triggers okay. of if there is if there is an underlining condition okay uh-huh. if if there is a, a an underlining factor how would you call it um, we have predisposing factor mm-hmm. and then we have precipitating so if there is a predisposing factor 
maybe the father was diabetic grandfather yeah, was diabetic we are just looking at that point the individual just need a little thing to trigger off the diabetes okay wow. yes person my heart but if the person is conscious of this fact mm. and knows how to manage it herself but type one mostly is genetic is gotten through hereditary, hereditary. Wow. yes wow. but the type two most times is the lifestyle of the person mm-hmm. lifestyle. Okay. wow thanks so much North Esther. okay so that takes us to the very last issue we will be talking about today which is also mm. Mm. Generally, yeah, everybody in Nigeria wants to have us have Okay, so um, Esther, what comes to your mind when you hear Osa? What is it really all about? Okay, you know, Osa is an injury, mm. so it could be any part of your body, but we are relating to your stomach, your digestive stomach system. Ulcer. You are talking about septic ulcer disease okay that is the word or the name we call it peptic ulcer disease now peptic ulcer disease is a like an ulceration mm. of the linings of your esophagus okay. your stomach okay. and your duodenum mm. yes those are um, the three areas that mostly is mostly affected okay yes oh, okay serious okay um what are the major causes of ulcer well there are many causes of ulcer aside from hunger that we know <laughs> <laughs> there are many causes of ulcer okay yes one of the cause we have drug drugs yeah yes there are some drugs that individual especially painkillers of the class we call non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs we call them in short from NSAIDs Mm. Like your ibuprofen, yeah, diclofenac, naproxen. Yeah. I love diclofenac, so yes, all so, those okay. Um, Pyroxicam, those ones, so, okay. Let's say panadol, let's try it. It's not included, yeah. no <laughs> paracetamol, panadol, they, they are, are not, not on there. that. Okay. But when you have pyroxicam, you have diclofenac, ibuprofen, naproxen. Yeah, mm. yes, these drugs, when it's taken over a long period wow yes predisposes well, one these drugs are one of the one of the best painkillers i know yes it should be taken with caution actually wow okay. so too much wow. of it also will lead to another yeah, disease problem. that you're already that trying to treat <laughs> oh. okay uh that takes us now to the last question that takes us to the last question on um the trending issues which is a uh, ulcer how can uh, ulcer be managed? Okay, you know, I mentioned just one cause of ulcer, peptic ulcer. Mm. So, yes, the management now is um, encompassing when you want to manage peptic ulcer. Yeah. Depending on the cause of it, because we have other causes. We have like H. pyloric bacterium, mm. which actually yeah. causes ulcer. We also have when you are not eating well, starvation or a condition in which there is a, a nerve, the vagus nerve, if it's overly, um, if it's, if it's overly secreted, um, if it's overly stimulated rather, okay. it can predispose one to it. Yes, if there is an excess production of acid, mm. you know, the stomach is acidic in nature, Yeah, it yeah. could cause ulcer. Okay. 
so that's why we tell people eat well and all those it's things good, good. so when we are talking about management of ulcer mm-hmm. now if it is an h pyloric or the cause of it, the origin is through h pyloric bacterium mm-hmm. we we'll administer antibiotics then we have antacids antacids they are like yeah. al- like alkaline to counter effect the acid that we are ants yeah. and then we have acid, acid. Okay. Yeah. anti-acid right yes anti-acid mm-hmm. then we also have your protein pump inhibitors these drugs are taken to uh, reduce the secretion of it neutralize mm-hmm. the secretion of acid in your stomach okay then we have a whole lot a whole lot of okay. drugs does also have any permanent cure or something that when you have as, as in at the end of it it goes completely any treatment any diet plan or something like that well if it is not chronic if it's at an early stage yeah but though medically i wouldn't say so but i remember those days in school that i wasn't always eating well running for lectures you know at nigerian universities yeah. and then i started having this pain yes this pain in my abdomen, abdomen. Mm. and i could trace it that it's around my stomach region mm. so i spoke with a friend who told me just ensure you eat 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 maybe That's two two hours for four hours within four four hours yeah, it's wow. about don't wait until you are hungry before you take food so that mm. the stomach wall that has been eroded can easily heal back mm. but in cases of chronic ulcer there is no man there is no, no cure, cure for it but if it's so severe there's a surgery that is actually done to repair it wow repair the stomach wall because if it perforates if the the acid eats the stomach wall and create a hole mm, and yeah. perforate into right. the other part of your abdomen yeah yes it could lead to a whole lot of things it could lead to inflammation wow. of wow. the lining of yes wow. we have peritonitis because why i asked i know one one of my aunts actually suffered from ulcer okay. years back and um she started her own personal therapy like someone mm. told her but then she started going around with water at every interval she drinks water at every interval she drinks water no no she no other drug just water she's always drinking the water up to date no it has stopped the ulcer has gone completely wow. gone so maybe let's say it was in the early stage, early stage actually right. you know once sometimes when you sit down you know eating for a while your stomach grows what mm. you can hear your stomach grows and then you start feeling this pain you look like you're having some burning sensation i don't mm. know if you yeah. ever notice mm-hmm. yeah. if you take a cup of water it it so just bad. goes and then yeah, tries to dampen the effect of the acid on the wall you feel mm. relieved after a while but you try to eat food and then mm. I, I feel too much pepper also in our food is not good like too much of pepper <laughs> yes it <laughs> aggravates it aggravates the condition it doesn't cause it doesn't cause it yes yes wow so uh this session this super interesting and very educative yeah I must say. so before we round up this session uh uh nurse here i would like you to give one word of advice to our audience out there mm. one okay. word of advice okay you know actually yeah our life on it is a very short one even if you live 120 years it's still a short <laughs> one yeah. yes. so one of the things that you can do to help yourself mm. after god has helped you mm. is to prioritize your health take your health seriously mm-hmm. know the things you eat 
Yeah. Know the things you do, exercise, know yeah. the kind of food you eat and mm, eat well, well, healthy, yes. Yeah. Take a lot of water, eat fruit, reduce mm. the way you abuse drugs. Exactly. Don't take don't drug abuse. Oh, that, one, that, that is supposed to be one of the health issues we even talk about because Nigerians can abuse drugs. You'll be the one I am an example. Pre, uh, prescribe medicine for yes, your Yes, I know. As in, if you just get feel any symptom, yeah. you just go get the drugs yourself. Like, we hardly go to hospital. I don't know. We, to check up. Except when we are bedridden. But on a normal situation, like, um, you get headache, you just run, you take, you go and buy a uh, PCM, mm, you buy paracetamol, yeah. you buy this. You get stomach pain, okay, you say, jealousy, you get this. You, you know, we just prescribe drugs for ourselves. It's and very wrong. It also leads to other health issues. Because you don't know the actual drugs you, you are supposed, supposed to take. Are you a doctor? But okay. Anyways, <laughs> that would be that. So, so uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah. I really learned a whole lot, mm. a whole yeah, new stuff that I never knew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and exercise more often. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, so we'll call it a wrap here, guys. Thanks so much See for joining week. us. See you next week. Love you. Same all. time. Send Thanks. love to our nurse Esther. <laughs> all right, bye. bye. to click on the follow it subscribe button and leave your thoughts on the comment section and also follow our social media handles on facebook instagram twitter and youtube at the please moment to g see you next saturday thank you